Welcome to Video Marketing Secrets, Simple Strategies for Outrageous ROI, a podcast by The Draw Shop. Here, you'll learn the most creative and cutting-edge video marketing strategies to help you attract, nurture, and convert your ideal customers throughout your entire sales funnel. I'm your host, Summer Felix Mulder. Please join me for this newest episode. Here's a million dollar question for you, dear listeners. Literally, how does someone become a buyer? How do people go from perfect strangers to curious leads to red hot prospects and finally to adoring customers and clients? I'm going to save you the guesswork and tell you. Nobody really knows for sure. Or it would be more accurate to say there's no single right answer. It depends. It depends on your ideal customer persona, on your business model and offer, on the market you're in, and on many other factors, big and tiny. The truth is, everyone's customer journey is different, even down to each individual buyer. No two people take the exact same path to arrive at their buying decision. They have different levels of awareness, unique life circumstances, distinctive objections and motivations, you name it. So if you're trying to generate more leads and close more sales to grow your business, you must remember this. One size fits all solutions do not exist. And in fact, one of the worst mistakes you can make as an entrepreneur is to treat all leads and prospects the same way. Targeting them with the same messages, putting the same content in front of them, pitching them your offers at the same time and in the same way, make no mistake, your leads and prospects are not created equal. I don't just mean it in the sense that some are a better fit than others. That's a sales and marketing 101 thing. Like, no surprise there. You know that. I'm simply circling back to what I've said before, where your prospects will meet you at different stages of their journeys, and each of them will move through your funnel at a different pace. That means your marketing and messaging needs to be built from the ground up to accommodate those differences. And if it isn't, then you'll doom your business to subpar conversions, no matter how many leads organic or paid you keep throwing into your funnel. But hey, all that probably sounds too vague and theoretical, right? So let's explore how this mistake of treating all prospects the same and building cookie cutter funnels can actually impact a business. So imagine that you're running a service-based business online, and let's just say, for the sake of this example, that you're an online fitness coach. By definition, your main source of revenue is your coaching packages. And then let's say that you specialize in helping new moms get back into shape after giving birth. So there are two types of potential clients you could be targeting. Direct referrals from your existing and past client base and new moms frantically Googling workouts and meal plans so that they can reclaim the looks and energy levels they used to have. Right away, you can see that these subsets of clients are at very different stages of awareness. Referrals already know they want a trainer. Plus, they're predisposed to trust you because word-of-mouth marketing is the most powerful kind there is. So all these prospects really need to take the leap and hire you is a nudge in the right direction. But those moms searching for solutions online, they are only what we would call problem aware, as in they aren't convinced that hiring a trainer is the thing that will solve their problem. I mean, they, the idea might not have even crossed their mind. 
all they really want is a good workout tailored to their unique situation. And the quote unquote situation being that they've recently given birth. They run on approximately 15 minutes of sleep for t- per day, right? If they're lucky and they have the energy level of a potato battery. Seriously, if you've been a mom, you know you know these days. They're not ready to buy and they do not need a sales pitch, at least not for a while, not until they've come to know, like, and trust you. So as you can see, it would be a monumental mistake to market to these types of clients in the same way. So what can our intrepid fitness coach do to convert both of them? Let's start with referrals. So like I said, they're basically primed for an offer, right? So you can whip up a custom landing page just for them where these prospects can book a sales call with you immediately. And to capitalize on the existing soft connection between you and those referrals, you also film a casual video greeting them to that you would put on the landing page. So if someone books a call, then great. You'll have lots of FaceTime to convert them. And if they don't book, that's fine too, because guess what? You have a small remarketing campaign ready to go, nudging those prospects to come back to the landing page. There aren't many of them, so it's extremely cost-effective at just a few dollars a day. But what if someone books an appointment, sits through the call, but says no, or maybe to the offer? Well, in that case, those prospects will receive a short follow-up email sequence pitching a limited time, one time only package from you, valid for seven days after the call. By the way, I know this is fairly complicated funnel to make just for referrals, even though it would totally work. I'm just showing you how fluid and accommodating your approach to marketing can be. Okay, so what about the second subset of prospects, the new moms who just want to find the right workout or meal plan for themselves? And hopefully you're plugging this into your business, you know, getting those those two types of target. Uh, audiences. So if it's just the new mom who wants to find the right workout or meal plan, that's where the imaginary online coach can embrace strategic content marketing and audience building. So you can create how-to videos addressing the most burning questions your audience has, and then you can upload full-length versions to YouTube and condense 60-second cuts to Instagram or TikTok or both, or even on YouTube with the shorts. For example, In one video, you could teach your audience one good workout because just one is enough when they're sleep deprived and overwhelmed, right? In another, you could bust out harmful myths about what new moms should or should not be doing to improve their health and fitness. And in yet another video, you might walk your viewers through making a meal plan that fits their needs and eating habits. In exactly none of those videos, do you hawk your coaching services at all? Why? Because you know that you need to develop a baseline of trust and goodwill with your audience. However, there is one markety thing that you could actually do and with really great success. You offer a valuable lead magnet with every video expanding on the specific topic you're covering. The workout video points viewers to an awesome looking printable calendar and maybe a a journaling template. Um, the myth busting video could pitch a free checklist of simple things to do every day to stay nourished and healthy. And maybe the meal plan video would offer a bonus ebook with healthy, delicious recipes that even a bleary eyed new mom could throw together in, in minutes. So there's some value they're getting with every single video that they watch. 
And it's the call to action you're having them take. Download this free guide, this free ebook, whatever that is, whatever that lead magnet is that speaks to your audience. In this case, the weary, tired mom. The only thing you're asking in this situation of your prospects is their email address. And you know what? They're happy to give that, especially if they know that they're going to get that value. Those type videos keep your audience growing steadily and consistently, which is what you want. And you're getting them in your email list. So now it's like, okay, I've got these emails, but how do I know which ones are going to become clients? Well, I don't have, I don't have a crystal ball. So you don't know that. I don't know that, but really you don't even need to, you can make it so that the prospects who are ready will make themselves known. So here's how you do that. You keep sending valuable content to your prospects day in and day out without hitting them with a sales pitch. But a couple of times a month, maybe you would mix it up. So maybe once a month, you email them something different, a super short message announcing that you've got a few client spots available if they want to explore this further. And then you'd have a strong call to action to reply if they're interested. Hey, just, just reply interested. And then every couple of weeks, you could share a case study from a past client which would also have a low pressure call to action at the end. Both, you know, just like a discovery call or, or a free strategy call. Both of these type emails will give your hottest prospects, those who have, are invested now, who are engaged, who feel connected to you. It gives them an easy way to raise their hand and show that they're interested. And then once they've done that, this is when you book that call right away, right? Okay, it doesn't stop there though, right? Because for the most dedicated subscribers who read your every single email, you leave a soft call to action in the PS, including your booking link. This would naturally weed out people who aren't motiv motivated enough to engage with your content. And it gives every prime prospect an unmissable way to reach out. Have you ever had that where you're like, I'm really interested, but I have no idea what to do next. So just a little PS asking a specific question and how they can learn the answer to that question with a booking link is so simple. So those people that are interested and want to take a next step have a no brainer way to take that next step with you. That's it. <laughs> That's all it is. I mean, this is just one of many, many ways that your marketing and your funnels can evolve. So if, if you understand your prospect and what their different needs are and you reject that whole cookie cutter, one size fits all approach, then you will get in front of the right people. And those right people, based on where they're at in their journey, will take that action that you prescribe for them. So all I've done really is describe an example scenario for you. It's, it's solid, but it's also very, very simplified. And I'm sure for a lot of you listening, it's probably unrelated to your exact industry, but if you think about your own in a similar situation, you can plug in what those prospects are thinking and, and where they're at. So think about some specific actions you can implement in your own funnels to make them more versatile and high converting so that ultimately you can close more sales. In my experience, um, these strategies, they just work. I just know with our clients, they work, they've worked for us. So 
you know, first what you're doing is you're designing your funnels with different stages of awareness in mind. Because prospects will engage with your brand for very different reasons. Some already know they want to buy something like your offer, and your company is just another stop on the comparison shopping tour. Others don't know yet that you have a solution that they need, but they are painfully aware they have a problem that needs fixing. And then there's still others that don't even know they have a problem yet, right? They're in all these different stages. There's no single message that's going to persuade all of these prospects. You really want to choose how to approach them. So here's some other um, examples. Case studies and side-by-side comparisons of your offer versus the competition will resonate with those who are comparison shoppers, right? Those who know they have a problem, problem problem-aware prospects, they would love um, an explainer video that breaks down your offer and then it motivates them to learn more. And then for those who are blissfully ignorant of either their problem or your business, maybe right now you just leave those alone for right now and just you know, focus on the plenty of leads and prospects who are ready to hear from you now. Those should, those are your low hanging fruit. Those are the people that you want to prioritize. Second is give your honest prospects plenty of opportunities to raise their hand. An effective high converting funnel is not only good at persuading people to opt in and convert and ultimately buy. It's also good at selecting qualifying and engaging with prospects who are already interested and primed to purchase. One of the best methods to select and qualify high quality prospects is just letting them do it for you. Entrepreneurs love to hide behind sophisticated analytics and expensive software studying their customers from afar like they're a completely different fascinating species And it can be thrilling and useful. I know, I get this, I do this. It's fun. But it can be alienating too. In my experience, it's actually much more reliable and um, human to let your leads tell you about themselves, if they want to, of course, and express interest in your product or service when they're ready. Believe me, your highest motivated prospects will pounce at the opportunity if you're communicating with them on that human level. And here are three ways that you can you can do that. So one is sending a short, um, just like a short icebreaker email or uh, a DM, a direct message to each new lead who subscribes to your list. Maybe that's via text if you've got their phone number. Maybe it's on social media. However, you interact with them, um, and. That initial outreach can be automated, you know, if you can't, if, if, if the lead flow is great, but you can't get back to everyone. Um, but after that, I would definitely recommend that you or someone on your team have a real conversation with that person. We will send out an automated lead and we'll clearly state, yep, get it. This is definitely automated. But if you want to talk to us, just reply back and we'll have a live person talking to you. So that's just one way to go about it. Um, It's a ridiculously easy way to qualify new people because you're now one-on-one talking with them and maybe they're not ready to have a call with you. But what you will find is you will walk away with really great insights on on that person and even learning more about who those prospects are. Um, Second way is to end your emails with a low pressure call to action. Uh, talked about this a little bit before, but you know, um, say in the PS, um, for example, like let's let's say you're a consultant, you could say, uh, PS. Also, you know, here are three ways that we can work together. 
whenever you're ready. And you can you know list out those three different things, uh, actions that they can take. Um, and Or it could have three different very simple offers, like maybe it's a, an entry-level course or a, you know, a, a short workshop, or maybe it's, uh, you know, here's our full-on three-month consulting package, or maybe it's a one-day deep dive. So just letting them know here are the things that you have that can, can help them in achieving the goal that they, they reached out to you for. And then third, from time to time, nudge your most active prospects with a short message. Just nudge them. People get busy. And sometimes they were interested. They raised their hand, but they just didn't take that next step. It's okay to nudge them. I like to be nudged. I know that I'm busy and I was interested in something. And if I didn't get that reminder of, hey, you were interested in this, I probably would forget. That's the way the world is today. You're jumping from things to things. So for example, I love the uh, the famous nine-word email. This was popularized by uh, fellow Genius Network member, Dean Jackson, who's incredible. He has so many great marketing tips. But it, it's like this. It's basically, uh, hello name, hello so-and-so. Um, are you still looking to lose weight? Are you still looking to increase conversions? Are you still looking to secure your finances? Are you whatever that thing is that you do? Super simple nine-word email. And then you mention whatever type of outcome or benefit your target audience is, right? So are just be clear on what that outcome is that they came to you for. You're probably specific in that when you're marketing, people are looking or coming to you for that one thing. And this is just, it's just a super easy way to initiate a dialogue with, with qualified prospects and, uh, and of course get more appointments lined up. Um, finally on this, just really creating, crafting content for different stages of the funnel, like not just the tippy top of the funnel where you're just, you know, getting them hooked in. You want content for that too, but lots of business owners overemphasize lead generating content to the exclusion of everything else. And then they wonder, why are my sales low? So this is especially true for video. I like, I swear everyone seems to think that the ads are the only type of video content that exists. It's like, oh, I'm going to get them with this ad and they're going to be ready to buy. And then they're like, I've got, you know, all these people clicking on the ads. It's great. They're coming in, but then nobody's converting into an actual client or customer. And this, the problem is because you're just focused on the top of the funnel there. So when you fail to diversify your funnel content, you will get jaded prospects who are sick of being bombarded with irrelevant content, right? It doesn't relate to them anymore. And it's, you know, it just seems like a sales pitch thrown to them right at the beginning. So to fix this, you want to get creative with the kind of content you create. So don't just shove the same video over and over again or the same lead magnet into every prospect's lap. Think about what they need at that point in their journey and how you can deliver it through your chosen format. I mean, it could be if someone if someone is a hot prospect, but they're still wondering if your author is worth it. Then you could um, make a like a calculator um, showing, hey, here's how much money you could make. Just plug in your numbers here, and we can show you how much time you'll save and how how much money this could actually bring into your business. So that's like a tool. If they're already interested in something, it's like, hey, want to take this further and figure out what it really could do for your business. Um, another option could be 
um, a report or uh, you know some type of a white paper that's showcasing a success story from a, fo- a former client. You know, and maybe maybe you know it could be your own if you don't have those yet. Maybe it's your own story of, of how you achieved success. Another could be a choose your own adventure ebook or or an infographic. It can be just a one page infographic that basically gets them to game out the different options and and where they lead. And in, included in that could be investing in your offer. You know, what happens if I do nothing? What happens if I only do this? What happens if I do that? What are, what are the possibilities? So th- those are just some options of materials that you could give them. So it's not just the same lead magnet. Everybody's at a different phase in the top of the funnel, the middle of the funnel, and of course, when they decide to become a client. And by the way, any of these could work as a video as well. I just wanted to illustrate my point that this works for any type of content. So all of those things that I just mentioned could actually be a short video, you you talking or um, an animated video or a film, whatever it is that could be a video, any kind of asset. It's really about... Um, what kind of content speaks to your audience at the stage that they're in. So from all of that, I mean, you can see that when you really, and I mean, I mean, really, really, really embrace the customer obsessed approach to designing your funnels, you can come up with truly persuasive, even like I like to say irresistible messages and assets and strategies that just make you stand out as wow, this person's really speaking to me to the point where they're just like, I'm not really going to do any more comparison shopping because they got me, they understand where I'm at. And in turn, these are going to really help you attract the higher quality leads that we all want, right? It's going to fill your sales calendar with the dream fit prospects who are itching to work with you. Like they're getting on the call because they're like, already like they just need you to like push them over. It's like, you already sold me on all these things. I feel like you're going to be the one. That's what you want when you get on a call with somebody. And these are the things when you have that, I mean, when you have a calendar full of those type people, your business is literally on a path to unstoppable growth, right? And it's all because you said no to following the generic cookie cutter advice, which is, you know, creating the same ad over and over again to the person in different parts of the funnel, not speaking to them. (laughs) You probably have seen it yourself and you're just like, seriously, again? So really understanding what do people in my target market actually want? Where are they at and what do they want and need right now? So I hope, my hope is that you will implement as much as you can of what you've learned today as soon as possible, because it will make a difference in your conversions and sales as a result. Um, I will be back. I will be back with more business boosting insights. I've got a lot of good stuff in store for you that I'm excited to share. So stay tuned for more video marketing secrets. Video Marketing Secrets Podcast is brought to you by The Draw Shop. To learn more about The Draw Shop and how we can help your business grow through the power of video, visit thedrawshop.com slash secret. Be sure to search for Video Marketing Secrets on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at The Draw Shop, thank you for listening.